This is a 98FM podcast. Is it fair? Or are people who pay for health insurance picking up the tab for everyone else? I'll tell you why. From July, people who pay for private health care will now have to pay to use public hospitals. That was just... Uh, announced today by the government. Now, it is going to send anybody who has health cover with VHI or any of the other um, insurance companies, send their bills through the roof by at least another €360 per year. Um, It means that the average home of uh, mum and dad and two kids will now be paying at least €2,500 per year for health insurance. Now, anyone who has a medical card will still get it for free. So, if you have health cover and you're going into a public hospital, you will be charged at a rate of about €1,000 a night to use that bed. So, I'm asking, is this fair? Or are people who pay for health insurance, are they picking up the tab for everyone else? If you have health insurance, give me a call. And if you don't, also give me a call. 1850-22-9898. That's the number to call me on. Or you can text me. On five three and ninety eight one, Jen, how yeah, are you how doing? Are you? How are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad, thankfully. Um, now you have health insurance. I do. I've always had health insurance. You know, before I was old enough to have it myself, mum and dad had it for me, and when I was old enough, I I got my own. Um, do you feel more secure because you have health cover? Um, well, well, yes and no. I mean, I've seen, I, I kind of, I, I've seen two sides of of the the story on this one really because um so my dad was was obviously very unwell he had cancer twice mm. um before he died and because we had very good health insurance he was treated the whole time in Vincent's private okay um and his room was lovely it was like he was in a hotel mm. you know he was looked after great and I'm, I'm sure he would have gotten the same standard of care somewhere else but I know that we weren't left with the same medical bills that another family um, in our in our neighbourhood, were uh, when their when one of their family was going through cancer treatment, um, and I mean that that was a great relief for us because we you, you know yourself you get the bills from VHI or you rather you get the statements or whatever that say you know this much was charged for treatment and and the um, statements are absolutely outrageous aren't they oh they're horrifying like it's it's just as well we didn't have to pay for it because every time Dad went in it was thousands and thousands and thousands mm. and for, by the time you know, by the time uh, he was coming towards the end of his life, he was in hospital quite a lot. Right, okay. Um, you know, I suppose the flip side of that then is, um, I, I myself, as I said, have private health insurance and I always have had. And when I was in for appendicitis, I spent three days on a trolley in any corridor in Tala Hospital waiting for a room. Um, <laughs> Now, there, um, there, there are people saying, you see, we're getting texts in already saying private health insurance slows down public health system because they get put straight to the top of a waiting list. So I think they should pay to use public hospitals. But that, that wasn't your experience. No, and I don't believe it is the experience at all. Um, like I said, I literally, no word of a lie, spent three days on the corridor between A&E and Children's A&E. Behind me was a woman. In front of me was a homeless man. I had nowhere to put any of my things. I had to sleep with my phone in my hand. Um, my mum had to come in and sit on my bed so that I could shuffle onto a nearby public ward so that I could take a shower after two days because I still hadn't been moved anywhere or had anything done with me or anything like that. You know, and... There my- is and, and uh, there is a kind... Uh, sometimes there's a kind of a snobbery. Uh, now, I know 200,000 people have dropped health insurance over the last three years because it is just 
gone through the roof. But there is a kind of a snobbery about people who have health insurance. Is that a deserved reaction, do you think? Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I suppose it is, it, you know, we are in a very lucky position where we're not, you know, in the same case as the States, for example, where if you don't have health insurance and you're sick, that, that's just your own tough luck. At least here, if you don't have health insurance and you're sick, you still can go to the hospital, you know, and you still can get treated. Um, and in some, you know, to say that public are put, that private people are pushed up the waiting list ahead of public people is not necessarily true. My mum um, recently was in hospital for gallstones, and then a short while after, a neighbour of ours was in the hospital, the same hospital for gallstones. My mum has private health insurance; the neighbour doesn't. Um, our neighbour already has her date for when she's having her gallbladder removed. My mum is still waiting on a date for a scan that she's going to have and has no idea when she's going to have her gallbladder removed. You know, so to say that she gets bumped up the list because she has private health insurance... Well, I suppose if you're... You know, in the case of people, just say, who have an illness that comes on and they can pay a consultant, surely you get to see a consultant quicker than you would if you if you were to go publicly. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's, there's years and years of waiting lists, but... Is it is it only fair because you have paid, uh, because you have paid for private healthcare, which which can be up to three thousand a year, that that should be the way it is? Or I wonder, does anybody think that's unfair? Five three ninety eight one. Is it is it unfair that people who have health insurance are being doubly taxed because you're being taxed, you're paying your PRSI, you're paying all of your taxes, and then when you go into a public hospital, you're also going to have to pay through your insurance. Yeah, and I mean, look, at the, at the time when I was in hospital for appendicitis, it was when we still had the health levy instead of the universal social charge. It was at the time that it had just been doubled from 4 to 8%. And I remember saying to my mum on day three, like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe that I'm paying nearly a thousand euro myself for health insurance and 8% out of my wages. And I'm still sat here three days later, you know, on a trolley. Now, James, James Riley, James Riley has said, and, and I know VHI, and I'm just mentioning VHI, there are loads of, there's, um, oh, there's so many, lay in the whole lot of healthcare, but mm-hmm. um, he has asked them, they have said, look, this is just going to price things out of the market because premiums are just going to go up, people are going to drop their premiums and are going are gonna to drop their healthcare. If you have dropped your healthcare, by the way, get in touch, 1850-2298-98, um, or if you think it's a load of rubbish that you don't need it, the same number, or 52981 is the text number. Um, he, he wants companies like VHI not to raise the premiums but if they're going to be charged a thousand euro a night for a public bed as opposed to 75 euro should they're going to surely they will have to or do you think they should absorb the costs well I mean they're, they're going to have to but to be fair there's a lot of health insurance costs and premiums that we all get charged for that I'm sure that if we had a choice about getting rid of them or if we had some better say like for example you know I I don't believe in any forms of alternative therapies. Um, I want real drugs, not magic tea and wishes. Um, But my health insurer, like all health insurers in Ireland almost, covers extensively for visits to acupuncturists and homeopaths and all the rest of it. I wish I could call my health insurer and say, how much, you know, is that like, is that 150 of my premium? Because if so, take it out. I promise you, I will never send you a bill for an acupuncturist. Yeah. You know? Um, I think. Do you do no. you think it's fair, um, Jen? Before I let you go, do you do you think it's fair that 
if you pay for your health insurance, you also have to pay if you visit A&E. You also have to pay when you see a consultant. You also have to pay when you visit a doctor. Um, is that fair or should it cover all of that as well? Uh, no, I, I don't think it's fair. I know some insurers do give you like something back on doctor's visits and that's good. But I don't, I, I, I do think it's unfair, especially because um, I realise they put A&E charge in to stop people going to A&E for naughty noses and stuff like that. But sometimes you're genuinely unwell and you don't have time to go anywhere else but A&E and to walk in the door and then be like, it's 120 euro. You're thinking like, my stomach feels like it's about to explode. Please give me some drugs and medicine and take this appendix out of me. And they're faffing about with, you know, with paying the charge at reception. Um, so do, do you think, the question I'm asked, I suppose, is it fair? Do you, do you think people who pay for health insurance are picking up the tab for everyone else or is just the system that's rotten? Um, I, don't, I don't think necessarily the people who pay health insurance are picking up the tab. I think probably um, the charges that we all pay in terms of PRSI aren't being used where they're supposed to be used, which means that the deficit has to be covered from somewhere. You know, I'm grateful to have health insurance because... I, I know that if I have some sort of long-term chronic condition like Dad did, then I'll see the value of it. But unfortunately, you know, <laughs> the ironic thing is if I'm lucky enough to always be pretty healthy, then I'll be pretty much wasting about a thousand euro a year for the rest of my life. All is. right. All right, Jan, listen, good, or Jan, yeah. sorry, Jan, good talking to you. Thanks a million, Jan. Thanks. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, from July, um, if you have private health care or health insurance, it is going to shoot up at the rate of about 15%. Now, over 200,000 people have dropped their health cover over the last two years. Are you one of those? But uh, the reason that it's going to shoot up by at least another €360 per year is that if you now go into a public hospital, you're going to have to pay or your insurer is going to have to pay for that. That's what's going to send your bills through the roof. Now, anyone who has a medical card, obviously, will still get that for free. So I'm asking you, is it fair or are people who pay for healthcare and health insurance picking up the tab for everyone else? 1850-22-98-98. Uh, give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Just before we get to Anthony, um, I had Joan and team. I was working, I am working, sorry, in a Dublin hospital and people are treated no differently whether they have health insurance or not, says Paul and Rohini. It's good to hear that. Uh, Louise says, I don't have insurance or a medical card, so I pay. I think medical insurance is a scam. Just because you have insurance, it doesn't guarantee you special treatment and few people know that if you have to stay in hospital you only have to pay for 10 visits stays per calendar year that is interesting all right do you have health cover have you dropped it and do you think it is outrageous um that people who have health cover are now going to have to pay to use public hospitals or do you think you know you're paying for it pay for it twice 1850 or text me on 53981 anthony how are you how are you getting on, Joan? I'm good, thanks. Uh, what's your What's your situation? Joan, basically in December, um, I fell ill. My stomach wasn't well. I went to the GP. Yeah. And the GP referred me to hospital. He asked me that I have insurance. Yeah. I said, yes, I have. Mm. Um, basically, I went over to the Hermitage. Right. I went in, was examined. They were very nice. Mm. They told me they wanted to admit me, mm. but they cannot admit me because they have no beds. So I said, you have no beds, but you would admit me. And they right. said, yes. They said, they won't recommend me. I'm sorry, the kids are in the background. That's all right. That's okay. Go I on. just have twins. They're young babies. So they said, they won't um, admit me. Uh, 
because they have no beds, but they can't see me going unless I go to another hospital because they would admit me with the pain in the abdomen and they would investigate it. Okay. So I said, what do you advise me to do? They said, go to a public hospital. Mm. And I said, but I've paid like maybe 10,000 euros in insurance over the last two years for my family. I've never needed it. Right, okay. And she said, well, if you go to the Beacon with Aviva Health Insurance, you're going to pay possibly 50%. Okay. And I said, what? So she told me that I would have to pay. I couldn't believe this. So I was faced with choice, go to public or go to private. To be honest with you, you know, I wanted to go to private because I've seen public growing up. And mm. as that last lady said, mm. some terrible cases of trolleys and waiting rooms and the matter hospital and so on and so forth. I went to the Beacon anyway. Yeah. I get to the Beacon, there's a sign on the desk saying if you're with Aviva, you're going to have to pay 50% which never was said to me when I bought Aviva through the AIB, the AIB recommended me to use them. Okay, okay. This is a fact now. Like, I'm not saying anything that's not factual. I ended up, it said no checks, I only MasterCard a visa. I told the girl, I have a business downstairs, and she knew my business, and she said, okay, I'll accept the check off you. So I paid a check of 641 euro. Why 641, I don't know. It was a real unusual number. Okay. I checked in, I spent a couple of days there, everything worked out fine, thank right, God. okay. And then I get back and I'm, I'm ringing up the insurance company to say this is a disgrace, you know, there was no beds available when yeah. you actually need one. Yeah. Why am I having health insurance in the first place? Yeah. And I, I got no satisfactory answer, so I cancelled my... my uh, cover. I cancelled my cover. Yeah. And I couldn't understand for the life of me how everyone in Ireland is paying this money and when they actually go to use it, you cannot use it. There's no beds available. So what you what you were saying to me, Anthony, and tell me if I'm getting this right. You, you went to the Hermitage and they said, no, they couldn't cover you. You went to the Beacon and they said... No, you... no, they could cover me. They just had no beds. Okay, so when you went to the Beacon, so Aviva didn't cover the Beacon. Is that is that, is that what I'm thinking? What I'm th- Not beacon... 100%, only 50%. Now, okay. The, all the medical professions were really good and very nice and were dealt with very, very well. But you go to a hospital, you get examined, they tell you, I'm sorry I can't admit you because there's no beds. And you're faced with a situation where you've paid health insurance for a number of years, you've never used it, and then you're going to a public hospital anyway. Or go to a private hospital and pay 50%. If anybody's had to say, just let me put out the number 53981 as a text number, 185022-9898. I know somebody very recently who has health cover as well, who went to the Bon Secours and they had to pay a premium on top of their health cover to actually go for a day procedure in the Bon Secours? I tell you, it's unbelievable. I, I, when I went in, the facts had gone through uh, from GP now and Swords, and basically they had said, that the, the doctor and Swords had said, listen, you need to see this guy. He, he has bad pains in the stomach, and it could be acute appendicitis, it could be kidney. And the doctor was really nice. He sent me over. He said, you better go over in a hurry because it could be something bad. And you walk into an A&E, in the Hermitage, they tell you they want to admit you, but they can't because they have no beds. And you end up going from Swords to Lucan, and your ch- your choice is go to the matter uh, public See? or go in to the, to the to the Beacon and pay 640 quid. Imagine you didn't have the 640 quid. So That's 600, 604, absolutely. Have you no health cover now, Anthony? I don't want it. I've made it, I've made a decision that the money that my family budgeted for health cover... We're going to sp- take that money and put it into a separate account and God forbid we ever need it, we'll use it then for the health. So because you, you, no, just, you I think know it's a ripple, it's a sham. Yeah. I know it's a sham. I've dealt with it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. It's shambolic. It's what, 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 about, shambolic. what about waiting lists, Anthony? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can only speak about what actually happened to me. What actually happened, I know that if I 
the amount of money I spent on health insurance, I've Googled it and I've searched it. God forbid something bad happened to me. If the money that I'd spent on health insurance, if I'd have saved it, I could have fl- flown me wife or me over to the UK easily, went to Harley Street and had an operation. We've, we paid nearly 15 to 20,000 euros over two and a half years. Absolutely. Of course. And tell me, Anthony, and I know, I know the kids are getting upset. I won't keep you long. Sorry. Tell me. No, you know, I'm, I'm apologising to you. Tell me, what do you think now that if you have health insurance that you're going to have to pay in a public hospital? Say that again, sorry, John. If you have health insurance and you go into a public hospital, you're going to have to pay. Do you know what? It's just, it's just, this government, it's just unbelievable. It's just one thing after the next, after the next, after the next. I just don't know how the people are just not on the streets and just saying, come on, enough's enough. So, yeah, so no more. in an insolvency bill that tells you they don't recommend you having health insurance. Literally, in the insolvency bill, it tells you that if you want to say, my mortgage is too high and I want to avail of the insolvency bill, I have to give up health insurance. It's forcing people out of the health insurance. Absolutely. They actually don't yeah. want them, which in turn is going to force the prices up. And you know what? what the experience that I have of the health system and the health insurance, we know beds available in the hospital when you need one. And then you have to pay 640 quid just to go in and see the, 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 the beacon. Anyway, no, it, it isn't. It? There's a load of questions that need to be answered. Anthony, uh, what could... is the point? I hope people out there have had a, a, a similar experience to me because it was, unless I was just very unlucky, I just find it unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Okay, listen, Anthony, look after the twins. I'll talk to you again, okay? Yes, Thanks a lot. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, have you had a similar experience to Anthony? Do you have health cover? Is it a complete waste of time? Because it's going to go up. It's gone up by about 600, or sorry, 360 euro per year per person because anyone who has um, private health care will now have to pay to use public hospitals from July. So it's going to push the price, push your bills up through the roof. So is it fair do you think, um, uh, or are people who pay for health insurance picking up the tab for everybody else, do you think? 1850 22 or text me on 53901. Um, Suzanne says, I had to give up my health insurance, couldn't afford to pay it. I didn't get a medical card because I work. I think every child under 16 should have a medical card, regardless if their parents work or not. Suzanne, do you agree with that? 53981. Laura, uh, Laura, sorry, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Fine, thanks, John. Uh, what do you think, Laura? Well, I have to say, I am very lucky I have health insurance. And I feel very lucky that I can afford health insurance. Because without it, I would have been waiting nearly enough two years to find out about an issue I had. Okay. So, I know you have to pay for the consultant visit and all that. But I went in, I think it was just before Halloween, to see my consultant with an issue. And I was in a private hospital within 10 days, getting the issue sorted. So you think it's, it is worth it because it is, I suppose, it's, you know, it's, it's like a, a game of poker. You never know when you're, going to, when you're going to need it. But is that what insurance companies and what health cover, that's how they make their money. That's why it is so expensive. And now the government are saying, well, look, you know, if you pay for health cover, if you're one of the lucky ones that can afford it, and from July, if you go into a public hospital, you're going to have to pay, well, you're not going to have to pay, but your your, your insurance company is going to have to pay a thousand euro a day to use that bed. Well, most people who have private health insurance don't go into public beds. They go into private hospitals. No, the that's, that's not you, true, Laura. That isn't true. Well, anyone I know who has private health insurance hasn't been in a public bed. I've never been in a public bed. 
Well, I, I know several people who are charged who have been in a ward with six other people who have full health cover. Well, I I don't know many people like that. But I must be in a very lucky position. But the only time I've heard of anyone being in a public bed having health ins- uh, who have health insurance is if they've been rushed in for an emergency. I, any time anyone has a scheduled visit, it's due to, and they end up in a private place. But if you have a scheduled, but I, I suppose cover is for if, you know, scheduled visits are great, but if something happens to you and you you, you go into a hospital, you have to go in kind of the same route as everybody else. Exactly, but that's, that's, your health insurance covers that. Even now it covers that. You Even now you have to pay for your hospital stay even as a public patient. No, I know, but you'll only pay €75 euro a night. That's... Well, I looked at it... I happened to be in an A&E with someone recently and um, they hurt their arm and I was looking at the chart on the wall and it actually has a list of how much it is to stay and it actually has for people outside of the EU who... Um, I think it was well over a grand. And so... Not- I don't think that's right. I, I, I'm open to correction, though. 53981 is the text number. Do you think it is fair, though, Laura, to prop up an ailing healthcare system that people who are paying for their health insurance are going to be charged another 360 on their premium to pay in a public hospital? Because you're paying on the double. If you, if you pay your insurances and if you pay all your levies, you're paying for public hospitals anyway. That's what you're paying for. I know we're paying for them. Unfortunately, the health system is so screwed up here that majority of the money goes to administration. The nurses are underpaid. The doctors I agree, at, yeah. at a particular yeah. level are underpaid. They're stretched to the limit. And I really feel sorry for them. They're mm. the ones who are going to be screamed at and given out to. They're not the ones at fault. And at this stage, I think I, I've been looking in some of the a yeah. when I've been unfortunate enough to end up in them and the amount of administrative staff that are around that don't need to be around like walking here there and everywhere and not the the girls who take in you you take your or the guys who take your details at reception i've seen people swanning around with the same files for hours and end they're the ones who don't need to be there but you feel that it's okay that people who are paying health insurance are picking up the tab it all hasn't been laid out in the fine print. Exactly how this extra money is going to be charged. Is it going to be charged through your premium or is it going to be charged directly to you? No, it's it in your premium. It's in your premium. Well, it can't be 360 per person. The way I read it in the paper was mm. 360 per family. Well, maybe it's per family, but the average family, it'll be about two and a half grand. It's still a lot of money when, when things are tight, Laura. It, I know, I know it's yeah. a lot of money when things are tight, but I, did, I was talking to someone today and it just so happened we were just, I said something about health insurance and they said they would rather not pay their car insurance than give up their health insurance because well, without well, that, they're screwed. I wouldn't, well, I think without, without car insurance you're screwed no, but, as well, but no, I know, I, know, I get your point. I get your point. What they're saying is mm. without the health insurance, they're screwed because it can take too long for things to be diagnosed like the issue I had was a blue blue lumps appeared from nowhere in my hands and it could have been clots that could have killed me okay if they didn't if I didn't get 
to the consultant I got to within the time frame I got to, if they had been clots, I, it could have killed me. Okay, so you you think was, it's 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 worth it, no matter what it is, it's well worth it. I think health insurance is well worth it. Now, okay. I haven't had a bad experience. I've always been treated very fairly by them. Okay. Dick, hi, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Hello. Um, what do you think of health insurance, Dick? Well, I tell you what, health insurance, it's its the biggest joke and money spinner. And I have to be very honest with you. Uh, I, I, I blame in the last two years for the every two or three times a year now they're getting hikes in the... In the uh, in, in this health uh, insurance. And I blame uh, none other than the government and also uh, more than anybody I blame this for the Eamon uh, Gilmore. He's supposed to be the protector of the of the poor. But I, I, I tell you this, that uh, I won't be insuring ever, ever again because I always had it there as a banker for, in case that I got sick. Okay. But I'm paying, I'm paying, I'm paying an awful lot of, uh, uh, an awful lot of money, and there's no, I haven't once heard anyone in the government, this Labour Fine government, saying a thing about it. And that's their job. They should be the watchdogs for 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 the electors. That's what they're elected for. But now, why did why did you give up your health care, Dick? Why? Yeah. Because I tried to this. I get the same service if I'm not in it. So you, you feel it's a complete waste of money? A complete waste of money. A complete waste of money. The same as I, com- I wasted a vote on this government that I'd never, I'd never vote for any of them again. Would you be nervous if you got sick that you could be on a waiting list? I wouldn't care. I, I, I wouldn't care because I tell you the truth. I, I'd be able to pay some of my bills now. I'm going to start paying off some of my bills with the, with the money that I'm saving on not being a member of, of the health care. Well, Anthony said the same. He said, you know, he had a terrible experience where he had to pay nearly seven front to, to get into one of the hospitals. Now, maybe it's, oh, it's, it's covered. Just, it's, just, it's just crazy. I, I just tell you now, I'm with... Uh, uh, with uh, the health insurance company and I'm paying for my wife and myself Yeah. and it's costing me 1,200 Two each. Oh, each so it's, oh, so it's 2,400 for the two of you and have, yeah. you, have you stopped paying that now Dick? Oh, I've, I've written in and told them to, to delete my name from that I, I don't have any more to do with them and I, I, I also may I just tell you this I told the Labour Party that they'd never get a vote off me again so you feel, you feel, I blame them you feel very strongly. I blame them over, over the hike on the health insurance. And what do you feel now about the third hike in a year, Dick? I mean, it's going to go up by at least another three hundred and sixty euro. Yeah, and they're going to be allowed by, by the government to put them up, and 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 and, and that is that. So, and I I can't afford to pay it. But I tell you, I have a good family behind me. My children, they were helping me to pay because I'm an old age pensioner now. But I'm not going to put that on them anymore. I'm just fed up with the whole thing. Oh, I'm fed up uh, the way the country has been running in the last two years. And I put the blame on the Labour Party for supporting the Foreign Gate Party with every charge and every other thing. The, the, the health insurance is one of the big things that I've done against. All right, Dick. Listen, listen. good talking to you. Look after yourself, and okay? Speaking, and thank you very much indeed. Thank Thomas. you. Thanks, Thanks for Dick. taking my call. You're, ver- you you're very welcome. Bye bye. Bye. Look after yourself. Uh, I'm joined by Dermot Good uh, from Health Insurance Savings. Uh, Dermot, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? 
Doing well, uh, Joan. Doing very well. Um, now, this hike that has been spoken about today, people are very angry. An awful lot of people saying that they have left well through no choice of their own, but an awful lot of people feeling very aggrieved, feeling very disgruntled, feeling as if they're being uh, charged on the double. Is that what's been said to you? Yeah, I, I, I would echo that. Um, actually, before I even say that, John, sure. and apologies, I've just come in at the end of the discussion. That's all right, don't be worrying. Yeah, your previous caller there, Dick, uh, what I would just say to Dick, if he's paying €1,200 each per adult, um, there are very good plans on the market, very good plans from €900 each. He could save €600 and probably not even have to change insurance company. Uh, And the only reason why I'm saying that, he mentioned he was a pensioner, Because anybody who's like over 65 who cancels their cover, if they go to rejoin again, I mean, at a later stage, whilst he'll be charged the same premium as everybody else, he'll have huge waiting periods, huge waiting periods. So anybody that I ever speak to who's over the age of 65, we will always try and find, and and lots of times there are other plans there where they can save lots of money and stay in the system. So I just just said I'd say that because um, there's savings there. But to go back to your point... um, Joan, yes. I mean, this, like, you know, you have to quench, question the rationale and the sense behind this move. Um, we all pay to our ta- to the taxation system. Mm. We pay to basically access public hospital treatment. Um, and what the minister is talking about here, just just so that people understand exactly what he's proposing, at this moment in time, if Dermot Good is due to go into hospital next week, into a public hospital as a private patient, we'll say for a tonsillectomy, and I'm going to be in for two or three nights. Okay. And let's just say the day I go in, I'm due to go into a private or semi-private room. I have health insurance. But the day I go in, all those wards are full. So they put me in a, in a public ward until one of those wards becomes available. Yeah. Now, the legislation at the moment says they can only charge me €75 Euro a night, which That's is the right. public hospital yes. charge. Yeah. The minister's now stating that going forward, well, anybody in that situation, uh, the hospital will be able to charge that patient a thousand euro per night, or the insurance company. So I was now, right, what I was saying. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. And, and I have a fundamental issue with this, Joan. And one of the key things is like how. And I, I really want somebody to explain this to, to consumers. How can you justify charging people for something they don't even get? Because Absolutely. you know, yeah. I'd be lying in a public ward, looking across the corridor at everybody else in the private and semi-private room. And, you know, and it's going to make people question, well, what's the point having health insurance? Which they, they shouldn't be questioning because given the, the pressures the public system is under in terms of access, you know, the 50% of the people who have health insurance only have it because they want to be able to go into hospital when they need to go in. They don't want to be faced with waiting lists. Um, and, and there's loads of other, you know, questions regarding this measure. But the other fundamental thing is all the other increases that we've seen in the last three years, and mm-hmm. there have been... There have been lots of them as we yeah. all know yeah. and whether we like it or not but there's normally been a rationale I mean maybe it's been an increase in, in public hospital charges or maybe the levies have been increased to uh, to protect the market and protect the older people those with VHI but there's no such rationale to this proposed measure this measure is purely to generate revenue from people who are paying out of their own disposable income for health insurance is to squeeze more money out of them. And it's 120, 120 millions worth, 120 million euro next year. And 250 million the following year. This, this is, this is going to, uh, if this comes in, Joan, this is, this is here for the long term. And, um, and the other thing, Joan, as well, that people forget is that the insurance companies, and I've spoken with all four, uh, as I do regularly, they're not going to take this line down. They're not just going to sit back and, uh, I suppose, watch 
their younger members fall out of the system, which will increase their claims costs and so forth. There will be, in my view, a very drastic and very swift response from the insurance companies um, if this measure, measure is introduced. And, and that could mean all kinds of things. I mean, they may no longer cover all public hospitals. Um, they may bring out plans that only cover certain hospitals. Um, we just don't know. But And that's why I'm hoping, whoever has drafted this, that they've they've considered all the possible consequences of this. I mean, that there is a chance that the 60-odd million that they hope to generate from this might, e- might not even be realised, but yet the measure will be in place. Um, so it I, seems I, like, outrageous I just, because I know people, people who are paying through the nose, basically, for health insurance. You know, I mean, you know, if you go, yes, you, you have the beauty of, you might, you'll get into hospital quicker, but if you go to see a consultant, yes, you have to pay him. You also have to pay if you go to A&E. You also have to pay for your doctor. You also have to pay for your drugs. So, you know, people are, say, are scratching their head and saying, actually, what is, what is the point do you know one of, one of the things, and you're absolutely right, John, one of, one of the issues is, just on health insurance itself, there's about 250 plans on the market. Um, there are plans like, for example, that example I gave to your previous caller, uh, Dick, right? There are plans on the market now costing €950, Euro, which basically will give you roughly half back on all your routine expenses. So when you go to a consultant or a GP or a physiotherapist, the problem, Joan, is that an awful lot of people are still stuck on the old plans that mm. were in the market, let's just say, 10 years ago. And nice. those plans are only hospital plans. So you're absolutely right. If they, unless they're actually hospitalized, they, they won't see the benefit of the plan. But if they were to look at some of these newer plans that are available from all the insurance companies, now, often the insurance companies won't be won't be, let's just say, pushing them on you. They'll, they'll, they'll let you work it out for yourself, but if you ask for them, they must give them to you. Another myth as well, John, which is very, very important, a lot of people think if they go public, it's free. And I mentioned that €75 charge, which I think you mentioned previously as well. If you have no health insurance, unless you have a medical card, they will now charge you, and it's going to go up to €80, but at the moment it's €75 a night. So even going public, uh, for 10 nights in any one year, you could end up with a bill of 750 euro, even as a public patient. Good Lord. We're going, um, we're going, listen, uh, Dermot, I'm gonna, I have to go to my next caller. Listen, it's been very good, um, very good talking to you. But you would say, if you do want health cover, cover, shop around and ask your insurer what they can give you. Joan, the best advice I can give to all of your listeners is that when their health insurance renewal lands, talk to somebody because there are, there are a multitude of options out there and 70% of people that we speak to are on the wrong plans paying way too much money. So don't accept what they offer you. Shop around. You may be very, very surprised and it may mean you can stay in the system for another year, but don't cancel without checking out the options. Dermot, good talking to you, okay? Nice talking to Thanks John. Thanks a million. Thank you very bye much. Bye bye. That's Dermot from Health Insurance. Health Insurance Saving. Laura, uh, we're asking: um, Is it fair that people who pay for private health care will have to pay to use public hospitals from July? Sending your premium through the roof. Five three ninety eight one or eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Laura, thanks for hanging on. How are you? No problem. No problem. Grand, John yourself. Good, thank you. What, what's your uh, What's your story? Tell me. Basically, I was in a car crash in two thousand eleven, and I was rushed to an A and E hospital in the Midlands. Right. Because that was the closest, obviously, to the accident site. Right. And subsequently, then I had three operations. Um, and it's quite serious operations. And right. because I have a family and. You know, it's just not easy for me to travel. And because we don't live in Dublin, the easiest thing for me to do was to have them in the public hospital. However, I got each night I was in, in total, about 50 nights. Um, this is when I was all spaced out, it was not together, for three operations. I always got a private bed. 
Always. Really? So every stint, the first stint might have been two weeks. Mm. And then I was eight, and then I was eight, and then it was a couple of months later, I was in for another two or three weeks. And then I was in again for a week, and then again another week. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was all spaced out. And every, like, every term of my stay, I was in private bed. Right, so do you, do you feel that you were lucky? Um, I don't think, well, I mind if, I, to begin with, you go, you know, you know, I was in the ward, and then since I had a bed, like, it might have been the ward for maybe a couple of hours. Do you know what I mean? But they always moved me. They'd always, well, is that because there was room in the hospital? I know my, my own dad, um, and he had private health cover, and he was in a, a he was in a, a, a ward with another five people for most of his stay, and and that's just the way it was. There weren't the beds, and beds were kept for people who had like um, either cystic fibrosis or who had MRSA or something like that. Or something, so, yeah. So there was a premium, you know. know. I mean. I, I've, you know, I've, I can write a book in the hospital. I've been in there, in, in there so much, you know. Um, all I can say is they made every effort. The hotel, the hotel, hear me. The hospital manager, every time I was in, made sure if there was, you know, obviously I was lucky that there was a room, a private room made available for me. And Laura, would you hold on to your health insurance and, and drop everything else? I mean, is, is it that? Well, to be honest, Joan, the thing is that I'm annoyed about is I got a hospital bill one of the bills throws over twenty thousand euro, right? Yeah. Um now I pay my health insurance, all right? Yeah. Every month it's paid and that's been paid since I was a baby and I carried it when I turned eighteen. Um Mum Dad carried I said Mum Dad carried until I finished college my thing. And then I carried then I, you know, took up my own policy. That was fine. But I got a letter from the insurance company asking me to settle the amount of the hospital claim because I put down on the form, on you know, the VHI form it, you know, the third, third party, which I think is cheeky. So basically, when I get when I get paid my when I when when it goes to court and I get mm. my word in my lump sum mm. for the accident, I pay them back, even though I pay that they've been paid regardless. What do they What do they want you to pay? They want to pay. Basically, they can look for the mo- the money that that they've spent they've cost out because the because the accident was caused by a third party. Oh, good lord. So basically, for my claim, this is why uh, this is the problem I have. Yeah. For my claim, I have to pay them, even though I pay. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like no, I got you. I got you. Yes. So basically, I'm paying double. That's bizarre. If I had, if I had to put down, just say I said, you know, it wasn't caused by an accident. If yeah. I had been dishonest on the form, yeah, then they would have come after me. But they're coming after you now. They want some of your compensation. Well, they, I, I got the letter, and I gave the sister, sister wrote, and I said, last I heard of it. But they're looking for the money back. And um, I think because it was such a long period of time, they kind of, I suppose they had thought that the, the, the court case against Ethel and hasn't, so hasn't high court yet. Do you, you think, like, do, do you think, Laura, that it is fair to charge, uh, you know, to charge uh, people who are paying private health care in a public hospital? No, well, is it fair? I mean, the money you have to pay. I mean, like, you can't expect, your insurance company has to pay. Because if you don't have insurance, you have to pay. So I can understand what the logic behind that. What I don't guess is that if you're paying your premium every month, uh, direct debit, that if you're in an accident caused by someone else, it's not your fault, they want the money back if you go to, if it goes to court. That it's, I don't agree with. It, I know, I, I, I can understand. There seems to be an awful lot of things coming up. All right, listen, Laura, good talking to you. Good that you're well. Yeah, All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
Now, here, here's an interesting text. My mother was in and out of hospital for uh, four months last year. Luckily, she's health insurance, but she spent only two weeks of her time in a private ward. Her procedures were done quickly, but spent a lot of time in a six to an eight bed ward. She was very uncomfortable. And when we saw the bills, we couldn't believe that she was charged for private rooms. Yes, and that is the way it works. Sarah, hi, you're on 98 FM. How's it going? Hi, how are you? Very good, thanks. What do you think, Sarah? Um, well, I mean, I had two experiences where I had to use my health insurance in two years. Mm. And actually, it's gone up to, just for me personally, it's gone up to €2,000 a year now. 2000 Because I've had to use it two consecutive years. Okay. So, but I, like, I mean, I can't really afford 2000 a year, but I'm, I'd be too afraid to give it up because I ended up in Vincent's on a board, on a hallway right. for three days with a heart problem that was missed. So, and is is that why you got health insurance, or is that? No, I, ha- I had health insurance, but I was rushed into hospital, and I went straight to Vincent's right. for, uh, public, right? And I sat on a uh, in a hallway with a kind of a towel sized blanket for two days, um, and got transferred then. And Sarah, do you think you would be treated? Do you not think you would be treated better as a public patient? I mean, even though you had, I, think, I don't think they. I don't think the, the when I was in the public hospital, I don't think they knew I had health insurance or not. Do you know? I think everybody's treated the same in the hospital, and everybody's treated relatively badly. And you just believe that that there is no way that you would drop that two thousand a year because you would you you absolutely feel that you need it. <laughs> It's an absolute nightmare in public hospitals. I mean, I was transferred to the Beacon. Mm. And because I had been in a public hospital previously, they put me in my own room with a widescreen TV. Mm. And, I mean, you get a menu. I mean, it, and the care is just so brilliant. And the nurses are just so helpful. And the doctors, I mean, you do still pay for your consultant's fees once you come out. Of course. But, Something but that, ridiculous. That compared to public, it's just not worth It's not worth it. I don't think so, no. All right, listen, Sarah, lovely to talk to you and thank you for you telling did. us about that, okay? okay. Thanks, thank man. Look after yourself. Bye-bye, okay? So the jury is out whether you keep healthcare or not. An awful lot of reactions to that. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.